0: Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show
1: that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Jennifer Harshman and Harshman Services for sponsoring today's podcast episode. Jennifer and the team at Harshman Services do an amazing job of helping businesses grow and become more successful and organized by using blog posts, search engine optimization, and email marketing to reach your clients. I'm so thankful for how Jennifer and her team have helped me become more successful in my business. And if you're a realtor out there, I know that you can often get stressed and want to work smarter, not harder. You need something that you can set and forget about. So check out what Jennifer has built at realtoremails.com. She has an amazing offer and affordable tools to help you become more successful in your business. I'm so thankful for the team at Harshman Services for being a part of helping my business and for sponsoring the podcast. Let's jump into today's episode. On today's episode, I'm so excited to have you guys with me and honored to have my friend Ken Carfagno. Ken has been an amazing friend that I connected to through the Total Life Freedom community and you know i've known him for a couple years now actually i think it was that september retreat that you know i talk about often that really changed my life where i met ken and he said to me oh my goodness you went to karen university there's a guy you need to talk to and it was john Stonge. so it's just so funny how things happen but i'm so thankful to have him here ken is an amazing friend and mentor he owns carfagno commercial cleaning and he also runs an amazing podcast the smart cleaning school and he also has a community for cleaners he does a lot of amazing things knows the real estate industry very well from his you know his cleaning days and i'm sure we'll jump into that but i'm just so thankful that he took some time with us today to sit down and talk about his business how it's grown and how that can relate to the real estate industry so ken thanks so much it's an honor to have you here today
0: Thank you, John. I appreciate your friendship as well. You have been such a fun person to be around. You guys listening to this podcast, Real Estate Survival Guide, you know that John is fun-loving. He he is exactly who he is on the show. He is that way in person. He's fun to hang around with. And I didn't appreciate his greatness when I first met him because I had met John Stongy and found that he was a like a professor at Cairn. And then when you entered the conversation, a little bit after, I'm like, this guy is talking a lot, and I'm like, how am I going to get out of this <laughs> conversation? This is the backstory. Yeah. I say, I say, hold on a sec, and I walked out. I go grab John Stongy Hey, John, I got a guy here that's from Karen. You should
1: meet. And then I introduced you two, and I, I bolted. <laughs> That is hilarious And it makes a lot of sense I had Vincent on a couple months ago uh, Talking about the power of hard conversations So everyone (laughs) Everyone on the show has heard How John had a few A rough couple days at that retreat It is interesting because I never had really understood Like dude you can't go in like a bull in a china shop Into a room where you haven't Earned the reputation Haven't earned like the clout Anything and just like that is funny, because thinking back to that conversation, I'm like, yeah, that guy did ditch me. And then what you might not remember is I was like, I want to be around that guy. So I sort of like followed you around the whole retreat. And maybe you know this, but now we're finding this out together, I was like, I want to be around that guy. And I think I even told you when I left, I'd love to keep in touch. And I think you were probably like, oh, no, not this guy. Like anyone else, please. <laughs> But you oh my goodness! Know, it, it just
0: it, it was meant to be because I think it was maybe a month later when my family took a trip to Lancaster and we made it a point to hook up with you guys at the church at your church. Yeah. And we spent some time afterward hanging out. And I would say that's where we really built our friendship is family, our whole family. It was when we was really built a relationship is when we got both of our families together, not just me and John, but me and Teresa, John and Val, all the kids and that that really was the turning point. I mean, you're right. In the beginning, I'm like, this guy is loud. He's out there. And I'm like, Vincent, is Vincy going to keep this guy around? But I will say to your credit, not many people have the humility to go from where you were to where you are now. And in what Vincent writes about this wealth of connection, reading the room, yeah. that was something that. I don't think that you were strong at, but now you really have become quite strong. And when you speak out, I can tell you that people do pay attention when you speak. You've you have definitely earned that right. And you've been putting in putting in the work. I have been around a lot of realtors over my over my days in this home service industry. I've seen a lot of realtors, I've seen a lot of come, I've seen a lot of go. And to do what you've done in two years is pretty remarkable. So you are the poster child for the things you're talking about here. You're not just making this stuff up and just trying to become more than you are and become famous because you have a podcast. Like your podcast is going to work because you've done what you say you're doing.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And it's true. Right. I And I, again, I continue like, thank you for the kind words. I mean, again, God's blessed the business and I'm so, so thankful so thankful. And it's cool. I mean, you know, I just I, I just recorded my business update to get ready. And it's just like, how, how did this happen in a couple years? Right. You know, we just got back from PodFest last week. And and every time I'm at one of those events, I'm like, this is so cool. It's really cool to connect with people like you, Vincent, like people I've met and then other people and the journey I've been on. I, I just I'm incredibly thankful. And, I, and I've and i said to people, you know, I, I just hit a pretty big number in the podcast. And at that first retreat a year and a half ago that September, you were telling me you hit that number. And I was like, mm. wow, this guy's like famous. And now I'm just like, wow, that that it happened. And that's not that's not a credit to me as much as it's a credit to just. I think people needing help, people trying to help. um, And so I'd lo- like I love what you're doing as well. Right. And so tell us more. You know, that's kind of a long segue, but you've got a lot going on between the commercial cleaning that you're doing, the smart cleaning school. You've now become like the guy for cleaners in the industry. And people have said that multiple people have told me this. And then, you know, trying to be there, support your wife and five kids. Like, how the heck do you do it?
0: (laughs) I have a really big spreadsheet.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right, guys. So Ken's a former engineer. So everything's on a spreadsheet. You need to know this.
0: Actually, yeah. So I, I'm a recovering engineer, engineered, recovering engineered. My <laughs> spreadsheets have have since uh, gone the wayside. But I, yeah, I would say first and foremost, yeah, we're I'm I'm a Christian, our fam- we're we're a family of faith, and we believe that God owns it all. And yeah. so anything that we have or we're doing is we're managing, you know, I don't own the businesses that we have. They are his businesses and we just manage them for him. And I feel my responsibility is to be the best manager I can. And that's with any money that we have, any business that we your enterprise that we get to work on, that's friendships, right. the children for sure. So we we made some decisions very early on that no matter what, I was an engineer at the time coming out of college. I was Penn State mechanical engineer, became a big time, you know, GE Leader of tomorrow. I met Jack Welch in the first couple of weeks on the job back in 2000. I was being groomed for the next whatever, and I got I got hit pretty hard in the heart. Like this is not going to be the thing for me. I'm 25, realizing I need yeah. something else. Had a, a newly engaged. Well, Teresa and I were dating for a couple of years. We get engaged. Like okay, now what? And then boom, here it is. We moved from South Carolina to New York. We're from the Philadelphia area. We're up in New York, and we're doing a couple of different businesses. On the side of GE. And then here comes cleaning. Like, who would have expected it? It just so happened that that opportunity, that door opened in July of 05. I was fired from my job in October of 05, three months after we started this business. Never knew that that was in the plan for my, my life back in 2005, 17 years ago. And it's been an awesome journey. And so we made some decisions early on. Are we going to have both mom and dad work? Do we want to have how many kids? Do we want to have. How do we want to teach them? We made some key decisions. I think that's important. If you have if you have a family and you're running a business, what is work life balance? I I really don't know, but I think it's important <laughs> to make some decisions. And we made we made the decision. Hey, here's what we're gonna do. We are going to have mom stay at home. Hey, we are going to have dinners as a family. We are going to read bedtime stories every night. We're going to commit to bringing our children to church and raising them up as, mm-hmm. as disciples of uh, of Christ. These are things that are important to us. We're yeah. going to run a family business. We're going to bring our kids around the business. We're going to homeschool. Hey, honey, you're going to be home. What if we could influence our kids the way that we want to influence them and teach them how to be entrepreneurs instead of grooming them to be, you know, job people? Fine yeah. if that's you. But we made those choices and so that was early on, those decisions in our marriage and our parenting. And it was a, like a family mission kind of thing. And those were decisions we, um, we never swayed. We, we, we had many struggles as a result of the decisions we made. Yeah, we could have sent mom to work and we could have maybe avoided as much debt as we had. I don't know. Yeah. We, there was a plan for it. And then here it is all these years later. It's been a wild ride. I know this doesn't directly answer your question. I was getting a little bit more perspective and background on mm. who I am. Yeah. I never would have expected that here we are 2022, 17 years in a cleaning business. Like really how that happened. We just got done with PodFest. Incredible. Getting down to Florida. Well, it's not my first time in Florida this year. Yeah. We were, we were both in St. Augustine, but I was also with my family for an entire month. Yeah on the Clearwater Peninsula which was like mind blowing the most coolest thing ever we've done epic with our family a month in Florida in the middle of winter from Pennsylvania 80 degrees beautiful sunny days that was a life that was a 15 20 year dream we were able to hit that this year we're running a podcast for helping and and training cleaning companies but really the podcast is designed that I just wanted to be, I love our industry. It's growing. COVID has helped our industry a lot. Our industry has so many amazing people in it. And I want to be a loudspeaker. I want to be an ambassador for the cleaning industry, an industry that I've come to love. And like I interviewed, for example, Angela Brown today, she has a YouTube channel with 500,000 subscribers and she's got a huge podcast. She's the one that told me, Hey, Ken, you need to have a podcast in 2016. You need to have a podcast. You won't even have a business. You need to have a loudspeaker to tell, talk about what you're doing. Like already Angela, she went and did it before me. And it was great to have her on. And I just want to be able to promote amazing people like that. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to get you on. I want to get people from around different industries. So I just love doing just like you. I love having a podcast that I could share amazing people's stories. I also enjoyed having the podcast as an accountability tool because we've built two cleaning companies. now. The second one, the second time around in Pennsylvania It was a challenge. I wanted to rest on my laurels and say, hey, sail off on the sunset. I've accomplished something. Well, it's time to get busy grinding, build a second business. And the uh, podcast, thanks to the great people's uh, masterminding from a TLF retreat back in 2019, is it's time for you to do your business, build it again. And use the podcast as an accountability tool, like give updates. How are you doing? Like, don't just talk about you're so great at cleaning. You can help anyone. Why don't you prove it, dude, and talk about your progress, that account, that building accountability from a podcast. I had no idea how much that would work. Yeah. So there's so many ways, we, so many directions we can go here, John. I could talk about the first business I had, the second yeah. the podcast. I just wanted to set that up for you. And where do you want to go?
1: No, I, well, and, and I never, I think I've told you this, but like, People love the business updates that I do. First episode of every month, unless it's an you know a Wednesday, it's an interview for but people love that. And I love the accountability that it creates. And so I just it's just a lesson that if you're willing to be open and vulnerable, right? I, I think there's so many realtors that could have a podcast and talk to realtors. You know many realtors from your cleaning, and you know, one day we'll have you t- come talk about like the real estate presentation cleaning but I think there's so many people that I could think, Oh, they're better than me. Right. But okay. But God gave me a voice and I felt like pushed my heart turned to use it. And, It opened up so many opportunities, but here's the thing, and I'd love to hear about this in your journey, but I'm so glad you told me about those business updates. And I remember I was at my brother-in-law's cabin. You're like, check out this. And you just started doing them. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And I started doing them. It's my favorite episode every month because I get to share the wins But also, hey, if I didn't do something well, it goes on the business update and its accountability. And like I have this board that I'm looking over, you know, with I had three deals that settled in May, five deals that are settling here in June. I'm sharing all that on the podcast. And so I think it also helps when you're trying to be and I'd love to hear this from your show when you're trying to be a voice in the industry, but willing to share the good, bad and ugly on your business updates like it helps me as well. And I know, and I think it's also, I'm not that removed, right? We all know they've heard the story here on the show that two years ago, I had only had one deal close in, you know, in early June, 2020, one deal had closed. And so I also think I want to be inspiration. And I want to hear how you feel about your show to tell people, you are not that far from this. The success is there. Follow the doors that God is opening through you. Serve him, honor him in what you're doing, kind of like you said, he like manage and steward it well and just walk through open doors. That I'm kind of right? Is that kind of what's happened with your show? Cuz you didn't plan to be like the guy in the industry. You didn't, but it happened. I didn't
0: know. I did not plan that. The podcast was something that I wanted to do. I didn't know why. I just felt that I have a lot of ideas and I am a teacher at heart. I really enjoy teaching. I know when we're together at events, you'll kind of poke fun at me because we'll be talking and I'd be like, excuse me, I'll be right back. That's a podcast. <laughs> and, and I do it all the time because I have this Evernote on my phone. yeah. And I just write down ideas like that would be something that I would love to teach that. And so I could like, I do journaling already. And so the podcast has given me a place to share things that I, that normally would just me sit in a notebook and it's an audio notebook that as many people that want to hear, like, Hey, you want to hear Ken's notebook and what I'm journaling about? I'm just going to share it with you. And I'll tell you, I can give you one example. There's one episode I did when I'm about a month in on starting the second business. So we can talk about the different businesses Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I was getting back into house cleaning I've been out of it essentially for about five months between the New York business and the Pennsylvania business. I just got the first two clients. I'm like, yes, I got some clients. I'm so excited. I went and cleaned and I'm like, Oh, I am out of cleaning shape. And I was feeling wiped out. I did a full day and the first house went poorly. It took me two hours longer. The second house also went poorly. Meaning I'm like, I can't even clean as fast as I was five months ago. This sucks. I was starting to get really depressed and I got home and I just I just like crashed into the couch, just like a big loaf. And I'm like, I hate this business. And I am I got an hour because I have to be at two offices later that night to clean. So I'm like, I got an hour in between and I'm fed up. I'm like, why is this my life? Why am I doing this again? And I had a lot of the self-pity. And I was really down and I'm like, and here I am starting a podcast and here's the guy, Kenny's going to grow this again the second time. And the podcast episode was called, I don't want to do this anymore. And I just shared how set, upset I was and how frustrated I was in that day and where I was. And you know, that episode, it, it was my weekly update on how's the business going. Here's my update. Mm-hmm. I hate this business. Yeah. Hey, here's Ken teaching you how to do this. I hate this thing. And then if you listen to a couple after that, where I given their update, you like, wow, what happened? But you know, you you see the arc of the change, and this happened. Or I spoke to this person; they encouraged me, they, and I was able to climb out of that. And the that episode, that's one of the more popular ones because people really connect with things that they're feeling. It's not, they don't they don't want it's just like Facebooks, you know, fake book, right? You got all these all these stories of people, their their best stories. So if you just continue to share share the good, bad, and ugly, whatever they are, share them. Because it's like the, st- if you look at a stock market right now, like my son, my son, Kenny, you know him pretty well. He's been doing some work for you on the, show, on the podcast. Well, he's like best podcast editor in the world. Yes. little shout out. He doesn't mind too. And so he, he's like, oh, I'm losing money on the stock market right. Like perspective. I'm like, you've been doing it for like five years. Okay, he started at 13, which is cool. Yeah. And he's like the money, it went up. And now it's back to where I started. And I'm like, well, let's look at perspective. And then he pulled a 30-year trend line of the stock market. And he could see that all of this stuff happening over the past two years, this massive up and down and stuff, and, and now it's back down. It, the trend line is exactly where it should be based on from 1970 or whatever to now. And he saw that. He's like, oh, okay. So my point is that I've been doing these updates since I started this podcast in 2019. And I can tell someone, you want to know how to start a cleaning business? Go to Smart Cleaning yes. School. Hit go to episode one, hit play, and go through all of them. And I have people that do this, and they can see, you know, God's business, Carfagner yes. Cleaning, which is, is turned into Carfagner Commercial Cleaning, in the C three Experience. How that trend line is going up like the stock market, but there's these mon- these big ups, these big downs. But oh, but zoom out, it's growing and the and the accountability of having like TLF having friends like you having the accountability of the podcast itself where i know i got to show up for an audience mm-hmm. that wants to know that i'm actually improving and growing
1: and i think i think the other part too and i'd love to you've encouraged me so i'd love to hear how you've done this you know with your podcast with your community a lot of the times too we don't see how we've grown like others do. So what I'll share with you guys, and I want to hear Ken say how he does it in his podcast and business. But so I was, you know, in February at the retreat, and I don't know that I shared this here on the show, but it, it's emotional when I leave. Right. Last week I was at PodFest and it's emotional to go away, like to leave my family. Now, thankfully, in Orlando, my wife came and I, but it was hard to go away And, you know, Ken had a great point where he's like, hey, I know you're frustrated. You don't feel like the growth on your show or whatever is where you want it to be. Hey, check out this video. And you sent me a video from last May. So just over a year ago now where I was like recording at three in the afternoon for the same day. And so it's just a huge lesson. And I'm sure you've seen that in your business and the show that like, hey, it's easy to get frustrated but let me look kind of like the stock market thing. Let me look back. Where was I a year ago? Have I grown? Have I developed? Have I matured? Am I a better Christian, husband, father, you know, business owner, et cetera? And then when you see it like that, you're like, oh, okay, I, I need to be encouraged, not discouraged. This is like
0: perspective. So for those interested, I did a podcast episode on this topic. And I made John, one of my stories in the podcast, I was just looking it up. It's called confidence, create success. It published in April. I tell your story, that exact thing you talk about. And I kind of compare it to this, uh, you know, you're driving a car, so many analogies like, okay, there's the looking through the windshield and the rearview mirror. There's so many metaphors. It's sickening in the entrepreneurial world about that. So I just, okay, how do I minimize that? So it's not sickening, <laughs> but the way I was looking at it a little differently is I use the rear view mirror like this. You got to keep a long-term log. It's important to journal. It's important to keep a memory or something of where you've been because you just never know Like there's encouragement for today always mm-hmm. from those around you, but there's so much encouragement in the past. There's encouragement in tomorrow, right? Like where you're heading is exciting and encouragement today. Someone you're going to see a friend like, oh, great job, John, or a great, a great testimonial from a customer. Yeah. But if you keep track of where you've been and I just, you know, took that recording and sent it to you, I said, John, look at this, look at where you were. Hey, I know you're feeling like you're not far along. Remember that's something about that trend line, right? Zoom out. You feel because you're in, you're in the forest, right? Right up at the trees. You see you're in a down. You feel like you're in a down. But come back with me. Look at the trend line. Look where you were a year ago. Look at where your life was. Look at where your podcast was. Look at where your family was. Look at all these things. Go back two years. I remember I used to do this with my wife because we were a house. We were essentially had a house mortgage of debt, but no house. <laughs> and it was really, yeah. It was like close to 200 K. That was fun. And she'd be, and we had no money. It was so stressful. I mean, thank goodness we had Dave Ramsey program to jump onto in those early years. And she'd be like, Oh, we have nothing. There's 35 creditors calling me. And I'd be like, okay, I know it's bad. Mm-hmm. I am not going to tell you it's not. It's bad. I know. Yes. We have 35 creditors and this many are calling. And this is how much money we have in the bank, about five bucks. And here's how much we <laughs> owe. And and I don't have any gas in my tank. I don't know how I'm going to get it home. That's okay. You know, a year ago, do you know that we were here? I would go through the scenario. Not only we had more in debt, you know, we've actually knocked off 8,000 in debt since last, since 18 months ago or whatever. Do you know that? We barely had, we couldn't get diapers. We barely had money to pay rent. We had, we, we were like praying that rent money would show up in the mailbox. And and it was, and I would paint the picture of 18 months ago. And as bad as it was that day, the encouragement of the past, she would, she'd be like, oh, it's not as you're right. We have made an improvement. And that was the encouragement of that got us through that day. And maybe even that season And then you just keep pushing it through. And then five years later, hey, remember what it was like a year ago? Remember what was like five years ago? Remember we had this conversation three years and then you can constantly go back. So realtors out there, I encourage you, highly encourage you. Keep a journal. I mean, John has his in podcast form as do I, but keep a journal, write some notes, take some key, you know, what's going on in your life right now? what, What was happening a year ago? You'll find that you have improved in some way, shape or form, and that will bring encouragement to your life.
1: And I think, Don, I've I've loved watching your journey because I think um, and I've shared this on the show that I love the the people I've met through TLF. One of my favorite evenings, you know, in the last like six months was getting together with you and your wife, Teresa and John and Andrea Stangi. You know, and I I had a realtor on um, Georgia Villa recently, a realtor in Texas, and he's got I think they have, uh, if I remember right, seven or eight kids, and and we just had a conversation about like what it's like to even be parents as realtors. Um, and I shared with him on the show, like, uh, like that time, and I'm like, you know, it's so interesting having people in different seasons, right? Ken and Teresa are a season right ahead of us, where they're just finishing up, they've just finished the diaper season, and they don't have any adult kids, but they're they're there, so they're kind of in that like five to eighteen. Right. And then the stongies, their youngest is about to, you know, graduating high school. So they are now all adult children and it's, it's all hard. Life is hard. Right. Like, and I think, right. And not that this isn't like a a Christian show necessarily, but I mean like my face is a huge part of what I do. And so like God never promises me, Oh, it's going to be easy. Right. He doesn't right? It's going to be, there's going to be trouble. Right. So life is hard, but every season is different. So my hard, Is running around two kids with diaper, you know, in diapers, one walking and running, one starting to walk. That's different than your heart. And your heart is different than Stongi's heart. I think it's and I think it's an encouragement to not only Christians, but even other entrepreneurs like, hey, yeah, this is hard. But and what I've loved about your journey is you guys have built that freedom right now you can, you've built that life where you got to go away to Florida for one month. Me, you know, before we started recording for the episode, Val was up here talking about, Hey, we're thinking about Florida next year. And it's so, (laughs) and it's so cool. You know, now that doesn't mean life's hard. We, we work very hard in our business. Right. And we also know, Hey, God blesses this because otherwise it could all be gone tomorrow. So we work hard for that, but to have that freedom with our family, where we can do that it it makes it worth it even though it's hard
0: you can take the same the same concept that you just laid out that was that was brilliant with the different seasons like raising children and you could I would say your audience is split up into those same yeah. seasons in their real estate business I mean if you look at Michael Gerber's book e myth revisited he talks about the the business kind of like raising a child it's you've got you've got the infant infancy stage you've got the the adolescent stage, you know, the mature stage. It's, so it's, you know, your children are the adolescents. So mine are the, um the I adole- know uh, yours are the infants. Mine are the adolescents. John Sangi is in the mature. Mm-hmm. But a business goes through those seasons as well. And so you have listeners here. If you're out there and and you're just getting started, and you're like, where am I going to find a customer? How am I going to get anyone? How am I going to get a listing? It's so hard to get a listing. It's so competitive. <sighs> and you're just feeling that way. And then the next season, they're like, getting listings is easy. I just can't handle it all. I need more people. I need a team. Okay. (laughs) Now that's the the adolescent. Others are like, this is pretty cool. I got a team and that they're coming in and and I'm ready to teach others. Well, those are different levels. And what's amazing about what you're doing here is, John, you started this podcast as an infancy business and you're growing it into the adolescent. You're growing it into the mature. And I mean, I went through stages. I've been, so I mentioned, you know, at the, at the beginning, 2005, Carfagno cleaning at that point, new upstate New York. And then I mentioned 2022, our family going to Florida for a month. There's a lot of information that happened between there. What you probably wouldn't know because you don't know who I am until this podcast, <laughs> but is I decided that I was going to be a solo operator for most of my cleaning career. I was solo in 2005 and six. And then I we grew really fast. And I'm like, I need to get some people. And I just like got people to help me part-time, got myself up to like five people working part-time with me. And I was absolutely horrendous at anything with building a team. I, w- I was a new dad. I hadn't had that experience, which I'll tell you, building a team now, having been a father for 17 years, it is amazing how much everything works together. And I, I remember having a coach of mine. He's like, in 2008, he's like, Ken, you got a problem with your business. I'm like, yeah, I need some help. He's like, he, he said, send me your numbers. I said, my numbers, we got in a coaching call. This is released on my podcast. Like I have that actual coaching call from 2008 wow. on the podcast. You can hear him say this, Ken, I know your problem. I'm like, what is it, Herb? You can't afford employees. <laughs> like, okay, it's great. What does that mean? You need to stop hiring employees and go back to working by yourself. Oh man, really? Mm -hmm. We listened, and and that was the first time our business had ever went from the red to the black in 2008. And and I got a little afraid. I'm like, okay, I'll just work by myself. And I just engineered my company, uh, our the cleaning business, 2008 upwards to 2018. We sold that business, and we just worked it by ourselves, Me cleaning and me doing everything. I was everything of the business, and it it was nice. We got to a point where we were able to take a 5 6 day a week business making us a full-time income and said this is too much I want more remember those decisions we talked about I want more time yep. how can we create how can we create some freedom without having to hire people that was like my, that was my only requirement no hiring no teams but I want to work less mm-hmm. and so we implemented an iso model strategy which is kind of that that infancy to adolescents and such. And I was able to increase my prices to something that is unbelievable to many people. And because my prices went way, way up over a process, then I was able to cut my time because I was able to get faster at the work, charge more for the work. I took a five and six day basic cleaning job done two days a week, making the same money. And now we had a nice gig, five day weekends I'm working two days cleaning houses and a few offices. We sold that business to go, but come back to the Philly area in 2018. I was hoping to never have to do it again, and that's (laughs) where that podcast comes in. Like, uh, I don't want to do this anymore, Mm -hmm. but it's evolved. And this time around, we we did it again. We we built the same company that we did the first time around. Instead of taking what 14, 15 years, we did about 15, 16 months. And the podcast, and accountability, and the TLF, all the all the community around us and and help around us helped us do that quickly and then it was time for the next transformation for the first time it was time to really build a team and set a vision and a goal and we just said Florida we homeschool we want to be able to travel what if we I remember you and I were walking through the park in Lancaster and I said John John, we're, yeah. we, just, we just booked a place in Florida and it was probably the dumbest thing we've ever done because it was like 6,000 bucks and we can't get a refund. And we have, our business has no shot at all to make it like, but we have to really put a plan together. And I found a coach and he helped me through. But the thing is we put the work in, we put the work in, mm-hmm. we relied heavily on, on God and said, this is yours. If you want this to happen, we're going to believe that all the, all the new clients who needs them to come into place all the people, all the team we need, the training, everything, the systems is going to come together. And in a short time, it just, it's amazing how it came together. And here we are in Florida. So that was a long journey condensed, but it's like what you're saying. There's these stages, these phases of your company that you go through. And no matter where you are, that's why I'm saying this journaling thing. If you're in infancy stage, yeah. write write about where you are right now, because I promise you, you listen to this podcast, continually listen to this. Two years from now, you're going to be in the next phase and you're going to want to look back at something. There's going to be a day when you're feeling down. It's going to happen. Go back to that day. Go back to today. You know, this is what? The beginning of June, 2022. Go back to this time and read your journal and see where you were. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's all my all the business was. I'm not mm-hmm. doing as bad as I thought. And you'll you'll encourage yourself. So that's a very long answer to probably your question, but just kind of connecting what you were
1: saying back to, you know, the real estate people out there. So Ken, you've built, you've built so much, been so cool. And again, I know you're saying it's God's business. And I like totally agree and and respect that. I'd love for you to go back. Now you could go back coming from New York. You could go back when you started cleaning in general. What would be, you're sitting with yourself across the table. What's one piece of advice that you tell yourself? Oh, that's easy. I have
0: been a classic overthinker. Just take more action, dude. Stop yeah, thinking yeah. about everything because it should not have taken me 15 years to grow the first business in New York. If we did it so much faster this time, just because I've had people over me saying, dude, stop thinking so much and take some action. That's been huge in the accountability. Can I slide a second thing in there, what I would say? Yes, absolutely. Is that allowed? Okay, good. Well, so this be- one time. <laughs> right, thank you. Thank you. I got to get out, get out of jail. So the second thing would be, I did no networking, I did no relationship building in the first business, I just referral-based only. I worked with realtors, that led to the first business. And you alluded to that earlier. This time around, intentionally, I made it a point to go get out there in the community and make some friends, build a network, in other words, just go, just go connect with as many business people in the community as I could. That has sped up and accelerated the second business that we've grown. I I truly believe that and taking more action, those two things have been huge. And why we've been able to now also, I know I have the map in the second time, but I still had, you still have to do the action. So for anyone out there, if that relates to, if you're an overthinker, stop overthinking and just take some action.
1: I love it, man. And I think so many of us, even realtors, cleaners, just entrepreneurs in general, We And I think that's the great thing. And, you know, Vincent, thank you for what you've built with TLF. That's the great thing about having a mastermind community because they're like, knock it off and go do it, right? Like you've thought about it enough. The time for thinking is done and now it's time to go take action. And I think I need people like that with being honest and telling me stop and go do it, you know, and we're here to support you, but stop thinking and go do the work. So, okay. And here's another one that I love asking people, especially in other businesses. So there's a realtor out there or cleaner will, you know, for my sake, we'll focus on realtors. There's a realtor out there feeling really frustrated. Maybe they felt like you and Teresa felt years and years ago where I'm paying for my real estate license. I can't pay the bills. I'm feeling frustrated. I just want to be done. Um, What would be your encouragement to them? I want you,
0: as you hear my answer, you may not believe it and you may not receive it as encouragement right now but you I believe that you will see the encouragement in it. I would say this is that you got to you got to play the long game. Mm. This is it's like what I brought up earlier with the trend line of the stock market. If you just keep putting the work in, keep putting the effort in, the daily sowing of seeds and building your relationships, all all of that will come back to you. If you continue to make Life for others better because you exist, and whether that's creating business in real estate or referring people or just introducing or just being a friend or getting together, like you mentioned, I think earlier today, that you got together with a client and just had just went out and had dinner and hung out for a couple Mm -hmm. hours, and there's no ROI on that, but you know what it is it's playing the long game because you know that in the end it's all about your relationships, and if you ever focus on building these relationships. And if you ever, for any reason, stop being a realtor, do you know that those relationships will go with you beyond real estate? You could start a cleaning business or whatever, and you've got those relationships. So the encouragement is, okay, I know you're probably not where you want to be right now. We've all been there. You know, don't be a day trader with this real estate thing. Like, oh, I'm going to try and play the stock market to make money today. Okay, you can close a deal. I hope that you do so you can pay that bill. But just don't go for the short-term win and sacrifice the long-term gain. Don't do that. Don't do that with your relationships. Play the long game. That's the encouragement. And again, you might not see the value in that now if you're feeling down, but it will encourage you when you understand it.
1: Yeah, that's good. I appreciate you so much, man. Thank you for your time. Seriously. And I didn't even say this earlier, um, but I want you to tell people where they can find you. And what I will say before you tell us is guys, you need to listen to Ken's podcast. I am not a cleaner. I'm not a solo cleaner. I'm not trying to be a better cleaner, but I think one of the amazing things about your show is the lessons Well, first of all, there's funny stuff in there. So that's even better. So but but the the lessons can encourage you, whether you're a realtor, a cleaner, a W-2 worker. I don't like most of you, but that's okay. Um, Whatever you're in, your show has done a great job. So all that to say, for those listening that are like, oh, my goodness, he's amazing. I love his story. Where can they connect with you and find you?
0: Well, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that, John. Yeah. Just go to smartcleaningschool.com, the Smart Cleaning School podcast. It's been a lot of fun producing this and putting it out there as a seed to the world and see what it what it brings back. And it's, you know, these funny stories, they're, they're in a lot of the episodes, like the time when I cleaned a sink so well that they saran wrapped it because they didn't want the rest of their family to, uh, to mess <laughs> with the sink <laughs> because they were doing, actually, it was a real estate open house. And they're like, we're going to wait till the open house is over. So we, so they really they they out the sink. The time that I I had um, the cops show up at a house and I was stuck up, meaning they held the gun right right there and said, "Who are you?" I'm like, "I'm the cleaner. It's okay." <laughs> like these, these, I mean, kind of. I tell these stories, and then my my goal of the podcast, just like with you, is I wanted I wanted a podcast for cleaning company owners that was all about business mindset and leadership. And how to how to how to grow a growth mindset, and so I believe it's transferable. to Yeah, so I can anyone can listen to it. And I appreciate that opportunity to talk about the show.
1: Absolutely, man. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for your time today, and uh, we'll appreciate you, and and we'll see you soon. Thanks so much, John. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I had an awesome time interviewing my amazing friend, Ken Carfagno, and I hope you found it helpful as well. I had so much fun and, you know, as we close out, I'll just kind of share a few of my takeaways from this awesome interview with Ken. So I love what he said about having a journal and, you know, I have it, I did, I never would have thought of it as a journal, but these episodes kind of are an audio journal of my entire real estate journey, especially over the past, you know, year, year and a half since I started. And so I would really encourage you, like he said, you know, get a journal and and think about that perspective. I love how he talked about seasons and seasons, you know, we talked about with, you know, him and John Stange and and our family, you know, how we're in like three different seasons. And he kind of shared... I, and I never thought of it. It was really you know mind blowing for me how he thought of how he shared. you know, think of it your business in these seasons as well, from infant to adolescence to mature. And if you can do this and have perspective, it will help you, you know, not feel so frustrated. And so I would really encourage you, whether it's an audio recording or podcast or whatever you know you want to call it and do with it, I would really encourage you to make a journal have some of these things written down or in some spot where you can encourage yourself when you're down through going back and listening to or reading what where you were at in that season of, you know, wandering and I I was so thankful that he had that Zoom meeting for me that he sent me and I felt so encouraged from, you know, that year prior to that with the podcast. So uh, that was a huge takeaway for me to just have a journal, have notes, and look back on that and be encouraged, and then look forward, you know, with passion and purpose on what you're doing. A couple other things, I love how he talked about stop overthinking, take action, when I kind of talked to him about, like, things he would say to himself, and just focus now. Now he focuses, you know, he he never was building relationships, he was so busy working, now he's building relationships, making friends, networking and it will serve him well and has, and I've seen it serve him well. And so in the same way, like he said to you guys on the episode, build those relationships, even if you leave real estate or leave whatever you're doing, you then have that network. They say all the time, and we even talked about it prior or after recording for the episode, that your network is your net worth. And so it's all really about who you know. So who do you know? How are you building relationships with people? And finally, as we close out, I love how he finished out our time together by encouraging you all by saying play the long game, sow those seeds, build relationships, create relationships that last forever. And, you know, I love how he said, don't sacrifice for the long term game. And and he did share how so many people get into the real estate business thinking they can make a quick buck. If you really want to have long term success in this business, like he talked about, it is all about the long game, sowing those seeds and building the relationship. So thank you so much, Ken. Very, very thankful for him and just proud to know him honor that he took some time to join us for today's podcast episode. I hope you found it helpful. And I hope there was something in this episode that you can apply to help you create success in your real estate business. So thank you guys for listening. And we will see you on our next episode.
0: Thanks for listening to the real estate survival guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode.